Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Aha! Santa's Johnny, we've got this important experiment to do. Santa's Trevor, it's me! Santa's Johnny! Where have you been? I've been to the future. The future? Yeah, look how shocked my eyes are. I've seen things. You look different. It's because I've come from the future. I've just said that. I, I have a grave warning. Oh no, what is it? The world is at the brink of destruction because of one thing, and only we, the world's most famous scientists, have the power to stop it. What is it? Is it polio? Is it a new viral strain worse. of the plague? Worse. Worse than those things. This podcast retro bliss exists, and oh. it itself is a plague upon mankind. Even the name sounds awful. It's truly wretched. We need to go back in time three years from now to when these two men, Johnny and Trevor, that's their never, those are stupid names to start with. They apparently come up with the idea for this show. We need to go back in time and we need to change things. Alright. I don't have much, much time for preparation, but here's a big brick. Alright, that's good. Can you break that brick in half? Never, that's a dumb, I'll get my own brick. Here we go. Right. Got my own brick. Alright, you ready? Now, I'm going to hit the button for this time travel thing. I've already said it from now to three years before now. You're going to feel a little nauseous when this thing goes out. But we should come out right at this place called the Shire or something like that. I don't know. It's some. It's just a basement. It's just a basement okay. with a bunch of nerdy stuff in it. Uh, but that's where those two are meeting at. And Are they about to start the first episode? They are oh. literally brainstorming some... Dumb, they do a skit or something before? it's truly awful no okay. other podcast does that because it's a stupid idea it's a dumb stupid terrible idea we've got to end this we, we are going to end this let's go I'm going to hit the button we're going back in time now Whoa. Oh. time travel is Weird. It's very weird. I feel <gasps> there they are, Trevor. It's the it's the podcasters right there, leaning over the desk, brainstorming. Right. Here, 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 you take this brick. Okay. All right, all right, scientist Trevor. Let's do the most scientific thing we know and just smash the back of their skulls in. Are you ready? Let's creep up on them. Wait. Let's let's hear what they're saying first. Okay. Hello, Johnny, my good sir. Are you ready to begin this podcast of extraordinary? Proportions? Quite naturally, my good man. Retro Bliss will be a sophisticated retro gaming podcast. Wait, did you hear that noise? Scientist <gasps> Trevor, we've done it. We've hit them over the head with the brick. We're geniuses. Alright, we gotta get out of here before they wake up. Alright. Alright, we've definitely done some brain damage at least. Here we go. Hitting the button. We're going back. Back in the present day, I guess we need to see if if our actions have saved the world. Let's uh, let's let's turn on the podcast radio and see what's on. That's the thing that exists now. So let's hit that, turn it on, and oh no, Trevor! I just looked at my cellular device. It says here that the Retro Bliss podcast has taken over the world. What is, what is this review from CNN? It says, The charming, sluggish nature of their voices and rednecky ways they speak like they're almost brain damaged is charming? What's th- I just found another article that said that Retro Bliss is the only thing that's ever brought them together both the left and the right. Oh, what's this? The president of the world has hung up his hat and called... Retro Bliss Day, a national holiday? 
What have we done? Ah, uh, we, we were just trying to make them stupid and it made them endearing. I don't understand it. Stupid means dumb things, right? I, I don't know how to take this. Oh no! Retro Bliss! Welcome to another, that's right, it's happened again, episode of Retro Blist. I am one of your hosts, I am the endearing and possibly brain damaged Johnny Townsend. They're with me as always is Trevor Franklin, who is also possibly brain damaged. Possibly brain damaged. My gut tells me uh, to erase that five minute skit and do something less ambitious. And also drop your paper that you and would drop need. drop my paper, which I'm going to need really soon. <laughs> But I'm not going to. No. We're going to run with it. We're, we refuse purely out of laziness. Yes. We're not going to redo it. Mm. Uh, we're just going to give something really awful for Chris, our producer, to deal with yes. instead. Uh, Trevor, today, as of this recording, we're recording this today, February 14th. That makes today the day of love. So you're telling me on Valentine's Day, instead of spending time with my wife, I'm here recording about Ninja Turtles with you? That's exactly what's happened. Okay. That's exactly what's happened. So, of course, this since this is the... Day of love. All you ladies out there. I'm creeped out really bad right now. All you ladies out there, just... You remember when you made that promise that you would never fall in love with me? You've done a great job. (laughs) (laughs) So pat yourselves on the back. Congratulations. And, uh... So, uh, Trevor, what game did we play today? (laughs) I think we need to play the game of... (laughs) Of cheer Johnny up before terrible things happen. <laughs> What's that? Is I really have in a great mood? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I should be in a great mood, but we'll get to that maybe in a minute if I remember. Um, uh, we played uh, ten. Uh, <laughs> remember, we got hit in the head with bricks in yeah. the past by the time traveling scientists. And oh, now people don't know when we do these skits. Whatever happens in the skits, we really do. Oh yeah, it's legit. Yeah. So we're both drain damaged. Um, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four. Turtles in Time. For the... Super Nintendo. Another Super Nintendo game. Yes. 1992 Konami. Uh, of course, a port of the 1991 arcade game. And what I thought, and I just confirmed earlier, is it actually came out in the arcade before Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project on the NES. But they decided to keep the correct numbering, obviously, yeah, for the console, which makes sense. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Also, it, I told you, it must mean that they must have been developing both those games kind of near the same time. They were, yeah. So, just a little, to put this in perspective, because I never realized this, to be honest with you. Um, Turtles 3, The Manhattan Project, which we reviewed on this podcast some episodes ago, came out in, I think it was February of 92. This game came out, I think it was July or August of 92. In North America. That's really close together. And then Hyperstone Heist came out, I want to say, maybe December of 92. Wow. So, it was a year of Turtles. Yeah, 92 was a great year for a Ninja yes. Turtle fan, for sure. So, no matter what system you may have had at the time, you had a Ninja Turtle game. And speaking of Ninja Turtle game, I don't have the manual today, but I do have a reproduction of the original box, which just has some gnarly box art. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I mean, look how mean the Turtles look. Uh, they look very mean, and they're all on their surfboards. Yeah. Only one of them is. Only Raph is. Yeah. Uh, but the back of the box says, um, and this, of course, is the North American box art, Shredder's got some time to kill. Three billion years of high-tech turtle terror. Three billion years? All right, anyways. We really go back in time in this. Yeah. Uh, it says, Sunday evening, you're sitting around the sewer watching your main reporter, April O'Neil, do a live remote from the Statue of Liberty. Then it happens. A humongous flying android screams out of the sky and rips Labor Lady... Labor? Labor? labor lady Liberty. Labor Liberty. Yeah. Labor. Rips Labor Liberty from her foundation, sending hundreds of freaked out tourists into the harbor below. This is actually in the game. What happens is Krang literally... And I buy this, I mean, literally just picks up the Statue of Liberty and runs off with yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it's probably the goofiest opening from any of the Turtles games. It's, it's really great. Which I love, yeah. <laughs> no way, cries Raph. Way, replies Donatello. And the crazy quantum chases on. 
Journey through the levels of enormous arcade graphics, the largest and craziest talking turtles ever, with eons of bodacious battlegrounds. From prehistoric to futuristic galaxies, to prepare for the toughest shredheads you've ever seen, try the versus mode. Nah, don't really. That's not worth it. <laughs> a turtle-on-turtle combat arena that finally proves who's the mightiest mutant of all. Also, test your slice em up speed in the time trials mode. These things are advertising are not the good points about the game. No. Finally, it says get ready for the 3D... Okay. I, you're about to find out I may or may not really like this game, but the back of the box is just not making sense. <laughs> it says get ready for the 3D jab and toss this... And toss that sends enemies flying at your face. Okay. It kind of looks 3D, I guess. Mondo body slams and pizza power bonuses make you more turtle than ever before. You better believe you're going to need it. Shredder's out for turtle hide. And he's got all the time in the world to get it. (laughs) Like like it was probably on his Tinder profile. (laughs) Yep. It says team up for double trouble, double turtle trouble with a partner or have yourself a solo slam fest. That's an awful. That... That whole box back is a mouthful, but... Uh, so, yeah. literally what that said, the game explains to you in 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, what happens is Krang literally steals the Statue of Liberty and the turtles go after it. And that kind of starts his whole adventure where they get sent back in time. And they actually jump around in time, just back and, and forth, kind of. Yeah. And that's where this game kind of comes in. Trevor, we've covered... This is literally makes every... Except for the Game Boy ones... Uh, Ninja Turtle game that we could possibly cover for this show. You know what? I was just thinking the same thing, but we actually have one left. Oh, Turtles 2, Turtles right? Turtles 2, the arcade yeah, game. We haven't done N- that one. For the NES. Because we don't really have a way to cover arcade games. Yeah. And we're not really doing the Game Boy ones necessarily, but yeah, this is what? Fourth Turtle game we've covered? Do you remember? Does that count Tournament? The Tournament Fighters? Fifth. Yeah. We had Tournament Fighters. Yeah. We did eventually, recently cover the original yep. NES Turtles. We've covered Turtles 3, Manhattan Project, Hyperstone Heist. And this one. And now this one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this makes all the ones that came out in 92, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, this is probably the one everybody holds in a special place. This one over uh, Hyperstone Heist. And I'll tell you one thing that I remembered, or that I didn't remember, I should say. When we went back and played Hyperstone Heist, which I still love. That's the one that I had because I had a Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, these games, these two games have a lot of similarities, but I remember, I remember Hyperstone Heist been way shorter than I thought it was. Yeah. And then we played this one and here's a spoiler alert. We beat this game in 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes. We did, but it actually somehow still feels a lot longer than Hyperstone Heist because there's more levels. I, I could, yeah. honestly, I didn't realize we beat it so quick, but it said 28 minutes in yeah. some seconds. Yeah. It actually tells you how long it took you. Yeah. Uh, so um, should we even, we've done these enough where I don't even think we need to get into our memories of Ninja Turtles. Everybody knows, for example, I'm a giant turtle nerd. Obviously, you love yeah. the turtles as well. We, and, and these yeah. games, especially three in this one, are the ones that we would play all the time. Yeah, that, that's the main thing to know. The original NES one, go back and listen to that episode. It's a totally different beast. Hyperstone Heist is the one you always had, and I enjoyed playing it. But in my mind, it was always a little bit lesser than three and four. Yeah. Um... And they came out the same year, but for different systems. So I guess the big question is going to be, do we think... We've already said that Manhattan Project is one of our favorite games and possibly our favorite Turtles game. Yeah. So the question we'll answer by the end of this episode is, does Turtles in Time stack up or beat or fall short of of, uh, Manhattan Project? Yeah, because that's what we're going to compare it to. Yeah. That's just what we're going to do. All right, Trevor. Uh, First things first, you got the notes over there. What are we talking about next? (laughs) Graphics. Graphics. Let's get into it. So, bright, colorful, and just like on the uh, Genesis version, well, Genesis game of this, you can kind of choose how the the graphics look. There's different styles you can choose. You can choose the one we choose, which was animation or comic book. Forgot that. Yeah. And it changes how the game looks. I remember it, and I also saw it when you were going through the options that it's, uh, that yeah. this one had it as well. <laughs> so that's kind of neat. I think it's very neat that these turtle yeah. games did that. You just to make it clear, there is no Genesis version of this game, which I know what you meant. But I'm at Hypersound Heist. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's kind of a like to me. This just looks like a Super Nintendo game. It like, does. Hyperstone Heist had quite a different look to it. Yeah, it felt a little darker. Yeah, just just in how it looked. 
not in content. The content I think is overall Ninja Turtles like cartoon. Yeah. Uh, they all kind of resemble that. That's what they were going for. Uh, this one's bright. It's colorful. Oh, all yeah. the the turtles pop out on the screen very nicely. It really took what how great Ninja Turtles three looked and just really upped it in my opinion. Yeah, um, it's it probably is the most colorful cartoony of all of the turtles games, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I would say so. You know what? I I don't know when uh, Sunset Riders, also by Konami, was developed, but I really feel like these two games were developed in tandem because that game yeah. also has a lot of like bright colors. It does a vibrancy. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a great looking game. Uh, and it does a really good job of each level itself looks different from the others. Yeah. Which is important if you're going to go to quote unquote different time periods and in, in, in time. Right. You need them to look vastly different from each other. And I thought this accomplished that very well. Yeah, the uh, the variety of levels I think is unmatched in any Turtles game except for maybe Manhattan Project. Yeah. But because they did the whole time travel thing, they really get to do some crazy things with this one. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah, I mean graphically what I'm trying to think what I would compare it to most Sunset Riders is what I compare it to most on the Super Nintendo. Makes sense. Um cuz it's not it's more Super Mario World than Donkey Kong Country. How about that? Yeah. Uh, cuz it's a very cartoony look, but it's still very detailed. I was about to ask you uh the last game we covered was Super Mario World, another game to me that really showed how bright and colorful the Super Nintendo could be. I kind of compare that just in the brightness of the graphics. Yeah. Not in how the game, because the games are totally different. But uh, it kind of reminded me of that. The, the Turtles yeah. in Time sort of reminded me of Super Mario World in that way. You know what? I think maybe early in the Super Nintendo life, they hadn't done some of the weird tricks and things as much. Yeah. Although this one does have plenty of Mode 7. But I think maybe they really focused on the color. Um, at least Konami and Nintendo did. And I think it really works. It yeah. uh, still holds up. Yeah, it totally still holds up. Probably maybe a little more than Hyperstone Heist, but which totally holds up too. Yeah, but because it is so colorful and cartoony looking, it's it's really not aged at all hardly in the graphics. No, it has not. Uh, so I would say compared to Ninja Turtles three, which to me still holds up as well. Yeah, when it comes to gra- comes graphically, I think they're kind of even in a way. Yeah, I f- the th- Turtles three came at the end of the NES's life more or less, which kind of helped it a little bit. So I feel like it is more impressive for NES game than this is for SNES game. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But it's not a knock on this game at all. No, not at all. So I would say both of them really pop graphically and they both oh, yeah. still hold up. So, uh, Trevor, are you ready to get into the music? That would be music to my ears. Let's get in. Let's get into it. <laughs> Transition just killed your enthusiasm. Yep. <laughs> so I'm just going to say straight up. Straight up, say it. Speaking of straight up, straight, okay. somebody, one of the people that tolerate us and listen, said they really hate it when we compare games all the time. Yeah. And that's all we've already done. We've already that's done all that. we've done in this episode. And all I did in the last episode was compare Super Mario World to Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> like, I actually annoyed myself a little bit when I went back and listened. But it isn't weird when somebody just even if it's somebody who lo- genuinely likes you, yeah. if they put out one small criticism and they even mean well, yeah. you're not even being mean about it. You know, that's all you can think about. <laughs> this was a while back, so I bet this person stopped listening because we constantly <laughs> compare things. Oh, there's no way they. I didn't even know this happened. No, it is. I can't remember what it was in relation to. But anyways, compared to Bubsy 3D, uh, Turtles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna say straight up, Turtles three. Gets a lot of love from us. This is one department that I can say for sure. I think Turtles Four is better than Turtles Three. That okay. All right. I have a weird thing though because I absolutely adore the music from Turtles Three. It's got a special place in my soul. This one still had very very good music, and I would probably even argue that you're right that it is better music. But for whatever reason, Turtles Three music just stays stays with me way more than this one. But that might be just nostalgia got eyes looking at it. You know why I said that? Because I remember when we covered Turtles Three. I thought we were all. I know me and Derek were like this. We're like, huh. We remembered more of the music from Turtles 3 that must have been from Turtles 4. Like, I remembered in my head the Turtles 3 music just being super standout. Yeah. But when we were done with the episode, that was like the one area that we're all like, yeah, it was really good, but I don't, you know, you know. So I think that's when I came to the conclusion that <laughs> Might be, yeah. Turtles 4 is sort of what I was remembering. But that being said, the music in Turtles 4 is, is just awesome. It's very good. It fits the mood yeah. perfectly. There's something you'll be humming afterwards. I already I have one in my head already. Yeah. One of the tunes. 
there's actual voice in this. There's voices. Uh, like, each level before it starts is an actual voice saying it. So there's a lot of really good stuff that whether you can tell they're really pushing and showing you what the Super Nintendo can do. Yeah. Every track is like a, would probably be like a boss battle in most other games. It's just very high energy. Again, and I know Konami had their, their sound team, but if you compare this to Sunset Riders on the Super Nintendo, <laughs> the soundtracks are almost interchangeable. That's all we do is compare games. Yes. Right? <laughs> but really, you should go listen to that soundtrack. These two, these two could be interchanged and both would work for both games. Yeah. And that's not a knock on either. It's just really interesting. That is fascinating. Um... I would say my favorite track, that all of them are good, is either the actual boss battle, which is the same track it plays for those, yeah. or the, of course, uh, the one where they go back into the Wild West and they're on the train. I love yeah. that. I love that uh, that song there that plays. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about the music. It's not, it's not like super complex or emotional like we talk about with certain games, but it's... It's just high energy, and it's exactly and it, what you want it to be. And it seems to fit the Turtles universe in a way. Yeah. None of it feels out of place. No. So that, I mean, that's nothing but compliments there. Are you ready to get into gameplay? It's where this game shines. Gameplay? Yeah. Let's get into it. Talk about music. Yeah. That was not music to my ears. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. So... All right, Brittany. Brittany, uh, compared to Britney Spears... Yeah. Uh, Turtles 4's gameplay... Is... Is better? Is more complex. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no offense to Britney Spears. No, seriously, though. Who we know listens to this. Seriously, though. Compared to Coldplay, <laughs> I think the gameplay... <laughs> All right. We just never bands from a certain Yeah, era. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Compared, you know, to, compared to Creed, uh, we accept this game with arms wide open. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I think the thing about this gameplay is it can take me higher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, most people listening to this probably don't know what we're talking about. We're, we're just old enough to have a weird we were old memory of We're Creed. old enough that Creed was a huge thing at one point. <laughs> but then you got people like our friend Mike, who's like, you little whippersnappers. Yeah. I was already too over Creed when they were around. Because well, I was 16. He's probably better off for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no offense to Creed lovers out there. Uh, but, but you Trevor, know what? I, gameplay. But, but, but you know what I noticed about the gameplay? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> this is pretty bad. I didn't notice this before. This game doesn't use any more buttons than the NES game did. That's right. For whatever reason, I had in my head that this one used all four. It doesn't. All four of your ABXY buttons. And no, it, not at all. It, it just uses, uses Y and B. But it does so much with those two buttons. Yeah, pretty, it is pretty this amazing. This could be 100% played on the NES controller. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind. Yes. I, I'm the same way in my head. The A button did something. I don't know. And I don't know. But they don't. You only ever use two buttons and the D-pad. But those two buttons do a lot. Yeah. I would say, I remember, <laughs> talking about comparison, in our Turtles 3 episode... We said that the thing that Turtles 4 might have over has probably got more moves and stuff. Yeah. But I'll def- say they're on par. What What do you think as far as the amount of stuff you can do in the two games? I. This one definitely, I think this one has more just from the standpoint of, let's say you're playing Turtles 3 and you're just uh, pressing the attack button. You're doing yeah. the same move for the attack button. On this one, they at least make the moves look different if you push the same yeah, button. Yeah, it's for like an automatic combo type thing. Yes, yes. Which yeah. I have really much, as a person who not only loved Turtles, but also loved... Uh, Kung Fu action movies and stuff. Yeah. I really like that a lot. That it okay. wasn't just the same thing over and over again. Well, I agree with you on that, but to me, that's almost animation. But it is animation. Uh, yeah. There's no almost about it. This might sound weird, and this is not a knock against the game, but when I was playing it, I felt like I was missing something from Turtles 3. And I think in Turtles 3, if you press down on the attack button, you could flip people over you your did. head. Yeah, you did. And I know this game sort of replaces that because you can throw people. You can throw people literally into the screen. But it felt like I was missing a move. I can't explain that. I guess because in Turtles 3, it's like it's a combination. You just press it every time. And it's by far your most powerful attack. So that's right. probably what it was. So I, I kind of felt like I was missing that from this one. But... You know what I, you know what I didn't realize you about? Know, it's not a big deal. You know, you, you, you know what I didn't realize what, what, about? What? What? <laughs> uh, is the, <laughs> uh, this, each turtle has a special move. Yeah. You push the two buttons together. 
for whatever reason, I remember, I think I got this one in, in three mixed up because in three, it took away one peg when you used it. Unless you only had one peg left and you could just spam the freaking tar out of it. Yep. And this one, that is not the case, apparently. Yep, and this one, if you press both buttons together, you do the special move. And and it, it takes two pegs of health <laughs> yes, away. Yes, it's dangerous. So we rarely used it. Yeah, and once you're down to one hit, you can't do it anymore. We rarely used it. I used it some just because I wanted to, but I'm not sure it's really worth it. I don't think it is. That's the one knock I have against it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they look cool, but they're not. Yeah. They're kind of. The fact is, it costs two points to use it, and right. it's not worth it from that standpoint. So besides the regular attack, you can also... Um, if you're just kind of attacking an enemy and pressing towards them, I don't even know if you have to press t- towards them. I'm just always am. Yeah. You start slamming them back and forth and you hit other enemies while you're slamming them. Yeah. Which makes them move very powerful and very good. It is. Yeah. And then the other thing you can do is if you hit them and they bend over, you can toss them into the screen. Yeah. Which is where this really shows. This is where this was the difference. I always think of when I think of the difference between this and the one on Genesis. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen on Genesis. You can do the slamming back and forth, but you can't. it doesn't throw them against the screen. No. And I'm guessing that's mode 7 or something that's being used there. I guess because it looks kind of 3D. Yeah. Yeah. And, literally, and to the point where uh, they knew they had a really cool mechanic because one of the boss fights you have, you have to use that. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I think that's really... <laughs> why am I struggling so much? <laughs> we did a skit about having brain damage, and I think... We're getting payback for that or something. <laughs> so, anyways, on the ground, I think that's really all the moves, except there's a dash running stuff, which also threw me off a little bit because in my mind I remembered you press over twice and that's how you run. Yeah, that's what I was doing. The it time. must be that's how it works in every other turtles game, right? I feel like it, but this one you just hold yep. over and it just eventually starts running. You hold over and in about two seconds they just start running on their own. Yeah. And if you press the B button, the jump button, he does like a somersault. Yeah, and if you, which doesn't seem very effective to me, I never could use it right. I don't. I think while you're doing that, you can't be hit. I believe. Okay, so that's the deal. And if you press the attack button, you do like a, a arm charge. Yeah, a shoulder tackle. A shoulder tackle, which is pretty effective. But it also they also they also have like a sliding baseball type deal. Yeah, uh, and also when you're doing jump attacks, depending on when you hit attack when you're jumping in the air, yeah, you do a different type of attack. So there's they really did a lot with two buttons here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want any more like. I don't even know if I'd want them to use other buttons. I think that might unnecessarily complicate it. Yeah. I think the only thing I felt in my heart that I was missing is where you can kind of use the your weapon as like a pitchfork and throw enemies over your head. Yeah. Because that was in Turtles 3. And in my mind, Turtles 4 should have everything it had and more. I get that. But they were being made at the same time. And I don't know that Turtles 4 needs it. It's just at first, that's how I felt. Yeah. I would it, I would like to have it. Yeah. I think it's more probably more of a... It doesn't take away from it, but it would have been really cool to be there. Do you want me to go over the levels? Yes, please. You can give me your comments. I just have the levels pulled up here. All right, let's do it. So, of course, at the end of every level, there's a boss fight. And the game's called Turtles in Time, but it's like five levels in before you even go back in time. it really is. So, first of all, we have level one, Big Apple, 3 a.m. And this is through the streets of New York, right? That's kind of how every beat-em-up Ninja Turtles game starts, is you're going through the city. And Baxter Stockman, the fly guy. He's the he's the boss. Yeah. He's not that, too hard, but he's hard to hit when he's flying. <laughs> yeah. And there's some cool little moments in that where like where the giant uh crane bot is kind of walking around and he's shooting his eye lasers at you and you gotta dodge him. Yeah. This does a lot of really cool things like that. That's true. There's a lot of environmental effects in this first level. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like there's those big balls that can crush you <laughs> yes. right out in the first level. I'm too immature for the you to yeah. use that language. That is how Turtles Three started, on the bridge that's falling out, yeah. right? Yeah, I love that level. No, it started on the it started beach. on the beach yeah. and led to the bridge. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, then you have Alley on vacation. Remember? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, then you have Alley Cat Blues, which is a very traditional turtles level, like going through the streets and the alleys. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember who was the boss. Uh, I should be remembering this. I don't remember. We literally just played it. I I just don't remember. They all run together. Like I don't know when which. Boss was win. Except for people, I should say this here, this. but I guess I'm just going to keep going because I don't see it here. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Does it give the name? I, I don't remember. I I don't remember his name. Anyways, then you have sewer surfing. Are you on the surfboards the whole time in this level? Yeah. Because so you even fall, even fight the Rat King at the end on your surfboard. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So this is this takes the place. There's usually one level like this in Turtles games. Yes, almost always. Yeah. And then you have level four, the Technodrome. The Technodrome? Technodrome. Oh. <laughs> like, oons, 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 drone. 
this level's got to be in every single Turtles game. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. Nintendo Drone has to at least show up for whatever reason. It sounded like you said Tendo Drone. <laughs> no, yeah, Neither no, one of us can speak. Yeah, the Tendo Drone. The Nintendo so, Drone. So the Nintendo Entertainment System Drone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they make you think, oh, it's the end of the game, but we don't even go back in time yet. I felt like this game was going to be really quick, because I forgot for a moment, and then I was like, oh yeah, we hadn't even been sent back in time. Yeah. But this is where, when you finally get to the boss battle, it's fighting Shredder, and you got to throw the foot soldiers that are attacking you into Shredder as he's trying to attack you himself. And I know... That was really neat, I thought. It was a good... It is. Like, it kind of made the boss battles at least feel a little different at times. And one of our listeners commented, um that they never figured out how to throw the enemies. And we always just kind of did it hit or miss. But today I actually discovered... For, we've probably beat this game a dozen times or more throughout Easily, a lifetime. Yeah. Easily. Today I discovered for the first time the 100% successful way to do it. You just attack the enemy and they hunch over. And then you go and attack them again and you'll throw them. Uh, if you just keep attacking them all at once, sometimes you'll throw them. Yeah. But if you just hit them... Take a slight pause quick pause then go to them again you'll do it every time yeah um so yeah so that's that level five is where we finally go back in time to prehistoric turtlesaurus that's where the dinosaurs will attack you and they will hurt you badly yes and this is a cool level because it's dinosaurs yeah. in a ninja turtles game yeah it's very awesome and slash is the is the monster you gotta beat there and i love how shredder sent us back in time and somehow he's trained the pterodactyls to uh to carry the foot soldiers yeah. and stuff yes <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And the, some of them ride little, I guess it must be raptors or something. Yeah. Some of them ride those. So that's pretty sweet. And this is, I think you might have mentioned this, this is the first boss battle slash the first one that's just really frustratingly yes. really hard. Yes. If, you, if you're playing in the arcade, I'm sure this is where you start losing all your quarters. Oh, yeah. Uh, then level six is either my first or second favorite level. That's Skull and Crossbones, 1530 AD. So we're going to Pirate Ship. Yep. It's a lot of fun, and there's even... <laughs> I don't know why, but my favorite little animation and these this is one of the things these turtle games have that they do really well is when the turtles are getting beat up, they have great goofy animations. Like if you get flattened or whatever, it's very cartoony. Yeah. Or if you walk into a board that springs up and hits you in the face. Yeah. It's like a cartoon and it's so funny. I had I did it on purpose once. Yeah, that's the animations are great when you get smacked yes. in the face and crushed. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's worth losing a couple bags. <laughs> this level also reminded me the most of Turtles 3 because the yeah. that level has a pirate ship. Yeah, and of course you fight Bebop and Rocksteady on this one in pirate gear, may I add. Yes. Yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady in pirate gear is, is pretty awesome. It's worth it right there. Yeah. The price of admission right there is worth it. The next level might be my second, might be my favorite level. It's either that or the, the Skull and Crossbones. And yeah. that is level 7, Bury My Shell at Wounded Knee. Yes. This is the this is the western one where you're on a train. Uh, one of my favorite things is foot soldiers will jump on, <laughs> will jump on the train as they're riding a horse like they're trying to rob the train or yeah. something. It's pretty great. Yeah, the and uh, some will hide. They'll be dressed up yeah. trying to hide. They're there in plain view. They act like they're yeah. hidden. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just love that you're on a moving train. We um, kind of mentioned this before. I think even Derek mentioned it on Turtles Three. But one of my think one of my favorite things about these turtle beat 'em ups is how they introduce the foot soldiers onto the screen. They don't always just walk into the screen. They'll come in from different areas. They'll come in like on horseback. Uh, they'll come in like they're already disguised in the room. Yeah. Or they'll pop in through like a like a, a, a like a hole that just happened to be there or whatever. It's pretty sweet how they did that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I really appreciate that. You know, and I I think we might have overlooked that as when we were younger, but I still appreciated it. Most beat 'em ups, they just walk in from the corner of the screen. Yeah. But yeah, I really appreciate the way Turtles does it. Um, and then the boss is Leatherhead. He's pretty tough. Yeah, he's pretty tough. Yeah. Isn't Leatherhead tough in every single Turtles game that he's in? I, yes. I think yes. he is. And then level eight uh, is F-Zero. Oh, sorry. Neon Knight Riders. Yeah, but it might as well be. like They yeah. definitely took some, uh, some appreciation of F-Zero for this level. Because you're on another thing that you're riding. And but the levels look like an F Zero track. And, yeah, it looks and, like Mute City. If yeah, you've ever played F Zero. And it kind of z- z- uh, zoops. Zoops a word. Zoops. Yeah, it, sure. it zoops around, sort of like F Zero in a way. Yeah. Thankfully, you don't have to really control it very much. It kind of no. controls itself. Uh, this is way more of a until the boss fight. This is way more of a how many extra points can you get type of thing. This almost felt like a bonus level yeah. to me until uh, the boss fight. until the boss fight because then you're fighting Krang and he's pretty tough. Oh yeah, Krang was pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. Um. It's not my favorite level because it does feel almost automatic, but it's not bad. Right. 
Then level 9 is the star base. So obviously we're in the future at this point. Uh, where no, no turtle has gone before. And this is... Every turtle's game has to end with a technological looking base level. Yes. And that's what this is. It, it was either this level or the Neon Knight one where you're in the future... But the future was only the year 2020, which is next year now. I think that was Neon Knight Riders. Yeah. So, yeah. No, wild, that so next year we're going to have hoverboards yeah. and uh, floating roads. Well, we've already passed the future when it comes to like Back to the Future when they said the future was. Yeah. So now we're passing the Ninja Turtle one now. So yeah, the, the Starbase, um, I've said this before. I don't know why, but I've always, my favorite part of the Turtles games were always where you're in the streets and natural looking environments, the yeah. beach. Uh, or a pirate ship or a train. Yeah. So I don't like these levels as much, but it's still a fun level. And it's got those... Um, uh, you call them chairs? The chairs that lasso you with electricity. Yeah, I hate those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those things are terrible. And you fight Krang again, but he's in like a different... He's in like a little UFO. Yeah, he's in a UFO. It's a pretty fun boss fight. And he drops those chairs on you. Yeah. And then finally we have level 10, which isn't really a level. It's just, it's just a boss fight yeah. with Super Shredder. That's the other thing. Token Razar was those ones we could think Token of. Token Razar, uh, yeah. On one boss yeah. battle. Because this borrowed a lot uh, from Ninja Turtles 2. Because Token Razar in there and Super Shredder's in there. Yeah. Both from The Secret of the Ooze. Uh, I remember that, um, I'm forgetting the character's name, but in the Genesis um, Hyperstone Heist, you have one of the bad guys from the first Ninja Turtle movie in it. So I think it's kind of cool that they're incorporating all... Uh, aspects of Ninja Turtle lore in a way mm-hmm. for these. Not just from the cartoon. They're getting it from mainly the cartoon, but they are getting it from other places. Yeah, and we discovered Secret of Ooze came out just the year before this. So yeah. Actually, the same year as the arcade game, so that makes sense. Sure does, sure does. And I'm a giant turtle nerd, and I love Secret of Ooze. Even, even Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yes. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. But yeah, he's the last... The last battle, we beat him. He's kind of tough at first if you're just running at him. Yeah. But you just got to know when to attack him. I feel like he's one of the bosses that does have some real strategy almost. Yeah. You got to wait to the right time. Yeah. So uh, we eventually uh, defeated him and we saved the world. I don't. Does it ever show them returning the Statue of Liberty? I don't feel it does. So here's the thing. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. Did we ever beat this game on hard? Surely we did. But when you beat it on normal which is what we played it on. Yeah. It tells you, basically, Shredder laughs in your face like you've not really beat him. I wonder if that's when you get the real ending of uh, he actually returns the, you actually get to return the Statue of Liberty. Because I don't remember yeah. actually seeing it being returned here. I just no. remember Splinter saying, you did well, but you should try the hard difficulty. And then Shredder shows up again laughing at you. I'm pretty sure you don't get to see the real ending until you play it on hard. You're probably right. I'm very so, curious about that, though. We, we should have done it on hard, but... <laughs> yeah. I think we could beat it on hard, because we literally, like we said, beat this in less than half an hour. As many times as we played this game, if we can't beat this game, there's something wrong with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've probably completed this game more than any other game in my life. Maybe <laughs> Turtles 3 would be the exception. Like, I mean, all the way through it. I feel like we beat this more than Turtles 3. I do, too. Because yeah, Turtles 3... Turtles 3 takes longer. And I, and I feel it's a little tougher. I do, too. Yeah. So, I, I guess, are we ready to get into our final thoughts here? Our final score? Yeah, I guess so. Alright, it's time, Trevor. Do you want me? I'll go first. You went sure. first last time. I guess the, this comes down to, do we love this as much, if not more, than Turtles 3? Which would mean, do we love it as our favorite Turtles game? Yes. And that's where this is going to come in when it comes to the score for me. This game is fantastic. It's the ultimate Ninja Turtle beat-em-up, I think. If you're going to introduce somebody to this world of Ninja Turtle beat or just beat-em-ups, honestly, in general, I might start with this game. With that being said, though, it's just tough for this to beat Turtles 3 for me. Because I just love... I have such a, a, a memory of Turtles 3... A game I never personally owned, by the way. But, like, that's one of the main games that we would always, always play when I came over. Yeah. And I think it's why it has such a, a special place for me. I feel like I gave that game a 9, I want to say. I think so, yeah. Man. See, to me, this one's just as good, if not better. And I feel almost bad for, for knocking it down a lot just because I didn't we didn't play it near as much. Because we still played it quite a bit. but Yeah, we played it plenty. Okay, this is a cop out, but I'm doing it. I'm giving it a nine as well. 
Yeah. I think it's as good, as, if not, it's probably actually a little better because it's definitely a newer generation of system, and they try to do some things with it because they could. But for me, both Turtles Three and Turtles Four are equally equally enjoyable for me, and I love them both as the same. And I, it's like making you pick between two things you absolutely love, and you got to pick one yeah. makes it better. I I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't, and I refuse. And then I'm half the show, so I get to do what I want. I'm giving this a nine. The same thing. I believe I gave Turtles three, though I could be wrong on that. But yeah. nine is pretty high. I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, <clears throat> you made my job any easier. I was hoping you'd make my job easier. Because I was trying to decide exactly that. Uh, I know for 100% that I rated Turtles 3 a 9. Um, because Derek rated slightly lower. And I think we both rated a 9 and he decided to bump his up to a 9. Because I remember commenting that we all we all gave the same score. Yeah. I think, uh, so the original NES Turtles game, which is totally a different beast, I think I gave a 6. Yeah. Uh, but it's very different. Very different. Tournament Fighters, I think I gave a 6. But again, very different. Very different. <laughs> yeah. But the two core turtle games we played was Hyperstone Heist and the Manhattan Project. I know I gave Hyperstone Heist an eight point five, and I'm just going to say this, and I don't think this is nostalgia speaking. I think Turtles in Time is objectively a better game than Hyperstone Heist. As a person who owned Hyperstone Heist and played it all the time, I still think it's a great game. It's very, very oh, yeah. good. I would still give it an eight and a half and give this one a nine. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's me agreeing with you. So I don't think there's any question. The only question then for me is just what you said. Do I like it more than Turtles 3? <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing you did. I'm giving it a 9 as well. And my only caveat is I still believe that Turtles 3 was a more incredible accomplishment for the hardware it was on. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's amazing that it worked so well on the NES. But you got to remember, this game really didn't have any slowdown, it was smooth. So yeah, that's, that's something that's Turtles and uh, Manhattan Project did have. That's true, yeah. So, maybe it is nostalgia. I don't know. I still personally think that Manhattan Project on the NES is my personal favorite Turtles game. Same. But Turtles in Time, I give them the same score, a 9 out of 10. If you could just imagine it's like uh, Manhattan Project is like sitting on the shoulders of Turtles in Time. Like, they're that close. Yeah, they're very, yeah. Um, so, I love it. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. You can't go wrong with either one. And I'm like you. If I'm introducing somebody to beat em ups or Turtles games, I, Turtles in Time is probably still going to be the pick. Yeah. But Manhattan Project, I guess, now officially is going to go down in history as our favorite Ninja Turtles game. Because there's not another one that could yeah. possibly beat them. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I mean, we haven't played the arcade game for NES, but I don't think there's any way it's going to beat those. I mean, just from what I remember of it, it's it's actually even tougher than three. If I'm thinking right, because uh-huh. it came from the arcade, and they, you know those are meant to take your quarters. So, yeah. But I still think Turtles Three is tougher than Turtles Four. So that's why I when too, I said yeah. when I said that I if I was introducing someone to a beat 'em up or an it's a turtle game, I would start with four first, just because it's not as tough. And it's way more forgiving in a way. Yeah. I mean, there are times you're still gonna get beat up and lose turtles. Some of the bosses are gonna take your yeah. lives. But compared to three, it's it's a, to me it felt a little easier. So, and then I would say, hey, once you if you like this, let's play Turtles Three. Trevor, it, what's this game going for? That's exactly what I'm looking up right now. This this is what and I'm afraid of. These here's turtle, a bad sign. These turtle games hold value very well. <laughs> See, here's a bad sign as I'm finding new other, which means reproduction. Yeah. So here's one car only in, in pretty beat up shape for forty bucks. Oh gosh. Uh, holy cow! Why is this one hundred fifty? Oh, it's not. Never mind. It's got a not for resale sticker on it, which for some stupid reason makes it worth more. So there's a lot of people selling reproductions. It's making it hard to find. Fifty bucks for a nice looking cart. I think honestly, fifty bucks for a nice looking cart is probably about the going rate. That's what I was thinking. I believe uh, the Genesis Hyperstone Heist is kind of the same boat because I remember at one point I was going to like I want to go get this again yeah. because I stupidly sold it and I was like I'm not paying fifty bucks. For it. I mean, there's there's plenty of nice looking ones in the forty dollar range. Yeah. So. You, you just heard us say we beat it in 28 minutes on normal. Yes. With extra lives, we should say that. It gives you an option to add extra lives. I don't think we had to, but I we did. I don't think we needed them. We just wanted to make sure we could beat it for the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I think you can do it with just the regular number of lives. But we didn't beat it on hard mode. That's an extra challenge. But this game's not about how long it takes you to beat it. How many times have we beat this game over a bunch. the years? So and we still have fun today. We still have fun. Yeah. So this is a comforting, this is like a comfort food. Yes. But a really good comfort food. Yeah. So, yes. for me... Is it worth 50 bucks? That's the question. So, 40 to 50, 
I've gotten more than that out of it in my lifetime. Easily. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily through the years, definitely. So it's still tough to say, yeah, go ahead and pay fifty bucks for a game that came out in ninety two. <laughs> so here's the thing: we played through it so many times yeah. that that might make it seem less worth it. But what if you never played through it? You probably played through it another twenty times. You know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. For me, I'm going to say yes, but. You probably can already answer that yourself, really. I think if you have somebody you want to play this with, like let's say maybe you have a, a like a young kid, somebody who loves turtles, this is perfect for that. Oh yeah, like an adult and a kid can play this together, like a mom and a, or a dad with a kid or whatever, or a mom and dad for for like care. Yeah, and and this is kind of accessible to anyone. I feel so for that, I believe it is worth fifty bucks, but but that's still a lot of money. So there's always other ways you can play these old games. Yes, unfortunately, with all these Ninja Turtle games. There's not as many good ways. Yes, because of licensing, these do not get remade and re-released. You will no. not find this one again. It came out when it came out, and that's it. It will never be officially on the SNES Classic. No, it can't be. Unfortunately, because it absolutely would have been. Like, oh, if yeah. you look at the games on the SNES Classic, this one feels like it should be right there between, uh, I don't know, Castlevania and Contra or something. They would have to get licensing deals with both Nickelodeon, who owns the Turtles now, and... Uh, Probably Konami, which I think Konami would be easier for them because didn't they already have some Konami games? Yeah, there's a uh, Castlevania. Yeah. So that there. would be easy, yeah. but the Nickelodeon thing, they'd probably have to pay all their yeah. shell for. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, we can't suggest illegal means, but buying the card is not cheap either. But it's, I mean, other properties have brought in the Turtles before. Yeah. So maybe we could see that at some point. Nintendo has plenty of money. Yeah. And for me, if they put the Turtles on a SNES Classic, I would have had to buy it. There would have been no yeah. <laughs> ands, if or buts about it. So. Uh, who knows, maybe in the near future. We could get lucky. We could. But in the meantime, this game is extremely retro-bliss approved. 100%. It really made me wish that they would just go back and make another Turtles game like this. Like a, you know, a 2D beat-em-up side-scrolling thing. Yeah. And just... Because there have been plenty of Ninja Turtle beat-em-ups after this that were just nowhere near as good. Right. So just, you know, go back to the basics and have some fun. You know, they're re-releasing a lot of classics anyway. Uh, we just talked about the Zelda game that they just announced in Nintendo Direct, which looks amazing. Oh, yeah. So go back and, uh, you know, let's make a new one from the ground up and let's do it. I'll be for that. Konami probably couldn't do it anymore, though. That's the other thing. Yeah. Makes me sad. Sad. But Trevor, yeah, yeah. we've talked enough. Uh, I think it's time for Are we doing fan feedback next? Yeah. Okay, fan feedback. I have Instagram pulled up, so I'll give you some time to pull up Facebook. Good job. So, if you head to Instagram and follow RetroBlist, uh, I took some time off, but I'm back in force. You can see pictures of games from the game room. Uh, you can see random stuff. And <laughs> we like interacting with people, so head to Instagram. And on Instagram, Cecil Dredge said, An absolutely awesome game. One of my favorites on the SNES. Jerry Terrifying Ah. Mm. said I think I rented this once as a kid oh by the way Jerry tell us what your YouTube channel is man yes I know you have before but uh, we, we, we'll we advertise it proper Yeah, just send me a link on one of our social medias Instagram. and plus I just plus I just personally want to check it out or is yeah. it this podcast which one does it do both both well tell us both I've checked out your YouTube before but I'm actually don't usually sign into YouTube so I don't get to see stuff I've signed into before <laughs> anyways we'll advertise it on the show is all we're saying uh, but anyways, he said, I think I rented this once as a kid. Don't really remember too much. Glad the show's still chugging along, guys. Another solely, another solely said, clap, 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 clap. Um, Daniel Troska said, such a great game. Looking forward to you guys reviewing this one. Man, I'm so glad you guys did not stop making episodes. I'm really glad that there's people that like the fact that we didn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. makes me feel like maybe it's the right decision. <laughs> it would be worse if people were like, you, you guys should have stopped. It's like, I think it's the right time for you guys to bow out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just you going to tune out. You made a mistake to keep going. Yep. So, Johnny, what do people say on Facebook? If you go to Facebook, look up a retro blessed on there. You can join the growing community. What Trevor, that voice? I, I don't know. Okay. Is it not sound? It's like a nerdy... It's like a nerdy voice. Do you okay, not like not. it? Do you don't like this voice? No. I'm not going to do it. Any, I don't know what it is. Uh, Jesse Clever Vital... This was the person who 
said they were talking about throwing the turtle into the screen. I can never, oh, yeah. and still to this day, figure out how to throw the Foot Clan's characters at Shredder. I believe it was early on the game when you fought Shredder. And then he kind of maybe thought it was what he was playing it on. But I don't think it's it. It's, I think because it's so, we were making it harder than it was at first. Yeah. I think it's like, because it feels like it should be a combination button thing, but it's not. So go back and listen to that part of the episode and I told you how yeah. to do it. Daniel Chavez said, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I've never played Turtles in Time. Mm. Daniel, go play this game. It's all less than half an hour of your life. You need to t- you need to go get yeah. back. And then three hours of labor to earn enough money to buy it, maybe. Yeah. But- or if you're pregnant. I know, I know. How could a Turtles fan such as myself say such blasphemy? But alas, here I am, looking forward to the episode and what the official voices of all retro gaming, his words, not ours, have to say. Michael Thompson said, I'll have to try it one day. Michael, I say this with love for you. Play this game. Uh, Andrew Coed, meh, it's okay. I played better. Pulse for dramatic effect. I kid, I kid. This is an amazing game. Quite possibly the quintessential beat em up of the 16 bit era. We should have covered that part aspect of this. Mm. Uh, for me, it's tough for me to separate my love of turtles. Yeah. But if I took that out of there, I still think this would be one of the better beat em ups on that system. Or any system, honestly. Yeah. You know, the, the one I, I said this exact same thing. It's amazing what my memory remembers. In, in the Turtles 3 episode, yeah. we need to cover Streets of Rage 2 on this show. But yes. I, I think that might be one of the only games that could challenge the Turtles. Yes, I agree. Beat-em-ups. I agree. I'm glad you guys are giving yourself the gift of playing this together. Live the life you love and love the life you live. Cowabunga. Christopher Kellogg, the man with the greatest cereal of all time. Amazing game. This was the Turtles. Almost perfect beat em up. Great pick. I wonder if it's Retro Blist approved. Spoiler alert, it is. I'm sure it'll probably sit somewhere between Bubsy and Bubsy too. Absolutely. <laughs> Good call. Anthony Mullen said, I wish I could be there in the shower playing it with you. Come on down, Anthony. Timmy Mac said, this is a long one because he too is a turtle fan like we are. I apologize in advance for my possible long feedback. This is my favorite game of all time. Oh. I can see how it could be. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that I love Turtles 3 so much, this would probably top it. I wonder what he thinks of Turtles 3. He probably commented on that episode. I know he did. I don't remember, yeah. but I mean, it's been forever ago. Yeah. Uh, growing up being a TMT fan and loving beat-em-ups, this is the perfect combination. He says it's his, in his opinion, but I'm going to agree with that opinion. This is a, I mean, it's a freaking great example. A prime example of the console port being superior to the original arcade game. I've only played the arcade version a little, so I can't comment on that, but it might be true. With extra levels and more difficult bosses. Graphically, it's close to playing the cartoon with the beautiful sprites and animations. I agree. I love that you can change uh, to comic, which makes the turtles look like the original action figures. The music is some of the best on the system with the great one-liners to start each level. But you guys will cover all that fun stuff. My memories revolve around seeing the arcade version and being super excited when I heard about the SNES port. It blew me away when I finally got it. Played a lot of co-op growing up and still revisit it multiple times a year. I really enjoy doing a quick run-through playing co-op with my wife. Thank you guys for all you do. I'm glad you're still doing this. Take care, my friends. Thank you, buddy. And then Daniel Tarasca says, Yes! I love this game. I am pumped for this one. Humongous smiley face. Well, Johnny, that's some great fan feedback. Yeah, what do you give that fan feedback on a scale of 1 to 10? I give it an 8. I give it an 8.5. Well, good. Because I love our friends a point five more than you. Speaking of loving things, yeah, we both love money. We do. So that means let's roll this commercial so we can get cha-ching, cha-ching paid. This is Kawabungie. And this is Kawabongo. But the turtles for your 16-bit system are Cowabunga! Holy cow, it's Turtles in Time! The cool arcade game for Super NES. Now with tasty turtle duels. And psycho your Sega Genesis with the hyperstone heist. And all new 3D turtle thrash. So remember, this is Cowabingo. But the turtles for Super NES and Sega Genesis are... Cowabunga, dude. That well, was that commercial that... Spoiler alert. We, we, we don't get paid for this. No. Can I just pause for a minute? Sure. I try to remember what episode it was. Uh, I just randomly, 
I guess it's a weird thing to admit. I, I randomly listen to our shows sometimes. It is weird. I listen to it once and that's about it. <laughs> I feel like we talk about things I enjoy, and if I don't enjoy the show, why would I make it? So, you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm a fan of Retro Bliss, apart from my part in it. <laughs> Anyways, there's no way to get out of that hole. No. Um, one of the episodes... Oh, it was the Aliens for Sega Genesis. Okay. Um, <laughs> you went on this kick where you wanted to get real advertisers because, you know, you had ambitions and stupid things like that. Oh, yeah, that's long it's gone. And you had, like, three things you were trying to pimp out in that episode. Like, oh, for good. other people. Oh, yeah. And you could just hear me get more frustrated because I don't think I even knew about them. <laughs> it was, like, just different random things. Yeah. And it was just a hilarious episode if you go back and listen. And then we did two fake commercial breaks on top of your real ones. It's just like a commercial thon. Sounds like us. Yeah, anyways, that was great. I feel like if we ever get real commercials one day, we'll be a real show. <laughs> yes. We were very real show on that episode, and it was just flowed terribly. But Johnny. Yes, Trevor. We do have one more thing to do. That's the Bliss, Bliss Quiz. Quiz. But wait, we're doing it different. So... Out of sheer laziness. I mean, out of sheer wanting to give variety to the fans. I think it's a combination, but the yeah. honest truth is, we've covered so many Turtles games that another yes. Turtles Bliss quiz just didn't sound appealing. No. Like, what is it? One, two, three, five Turtles yes. games? Yeah. My goodness, we love Turtles. We do. Um, yeah, so instead of the normal Bliss quiz, I'm going to give Johnny five questions, and you play along at home to see if you can beat him. So Now, just so you know, this could hurt my pride because I consider myself a giant turtle nerd who knows quite a bit so let's see if my ego can take the crushing defeat i'm probably about to experience so i just looked up ninja turtles quizzes all over the internet most of them are stupid simple so i looked up like hard ninja turtles quiz tough ninja turtles quiz and they're stupid easy like which turtle wears the blue bandana yep i mean come on picasso yes the <laughs> cucumber guy I don't know what that is. <laughs> Anyways, so I had to really look to find questions hard enough. Yeah. And I'm not going to give you the multiple choices because I still think it's too easy with the multiple choices. I think so too. So here you go. That's five questions. Right, here we go. If you get three out of five, uh, you don't have to take your turtle off. Oh, Wait, thank goodness. That sounds bad. We don't have to kill the turtles off screen. Yes. There we go. If you get four, we actually will get to keep three of the turtles. And if you get all the questions right, we'll say all the turtles survive. Okay. Anything less than three, though, they're all dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Johnny, no multiple choice. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. What is the name of the alien dinosaur race the turtles often fight? Uh, well, they're based on Triceratops, the dinosaurs. Are the Triceratons? Is that right? Something so like that. You tell me when you're... Read, read the question again. The alien dinosaur race the turtles often fight. Yeah, it's uh, the Triceratons or something like you're that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Triceratons, ding, ding, ding. Rush yourself down to point with this pin here that I'm making noise on the table with. Johnny, your second question. Yes. So I'm going to skip this one, which asks you which turtle wore the purple mask. Oh, that's Dantello, I win. But instead, yeah, maybe this one's good enough. Which channel did April O'Neil work for in the 80s cartoon? Oh, no, this is tough. I'll give you a clue. It's just a number. Channel blank. I know. I know. <laughs> but the reason it's tough is because each like version of her, this changes, I feel. Oh, nice. I want to say Channel 3. I believe it's, this one's Channel 3. It's Channel 6. I knew it was 3 or 6. Deck got it. Oh, we're losing the turtle. Right, so, well, that's going. 4. You could still keep the turtles, but Splinter's dead. Oh, no. I think I'm that's sorry. what I said. Yeah, I'm sorry, Splinter. <laughs> so, you can't miss any more or one of the turtles is dying. Yeah. So, okay. that's two questions. Your third question. Not which turtle wore the orange banana. I'm skipping that one. Oh, man. I knew that one. Oh, here we go. You, should, you just said you liked this movie, so I'll give you this question. Okay. Instead of Bebop and Rocksteady... Oh, this is pretty easy. Oh, Toka and Razar. This is yeah. good. Who were the henchmen in Secret of the Ooze? Toka and Razar. Yep. All right, that's two. I, I realized how easy it was after I said that. <laughs> uh, you got two more questions. You got to get them both right to save all the turtles. All right. Not doing that one. Oh. Oh. This is mean, but... I don't like how excited I'm going to do it. All right, let's do it. First and last name. What is Shredder's real name? Hamato Yoshi. Hamato Yoshi? Wait, no, no, it was that Splinters. It's it's an Asian name. I'll give you another guess. This is Japan. Hamato Yoshi Splinter. Oh, man. Uh, Aroko Saki. Oh, there my gosh, you got it. Yes. I'm giving it to you, even though you guessed twice. Because I want to see the turtles live. <laughs> One question remains. Yes. And you need it to save the fourth turtle. Okay. So just so you know, guess who's safe? Leo, 
Maki and Don. I knew you were going to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save you, rap if it's the last thing I do. Oh, this is so mean. Oh. It's, you got to make it tough, so go for it. Oh, this, But it's about the 2012 series. Do you know anything about it? Is that the Nickelodeon animated one? It's I've, the one that looks kind of 3D. I've seen quite a few of those. Okay. In the 2012 series, Mikey trade did, traded his trademark Calabunga for what new catchphrase? Oh, I know this. Uh, if you're close, he, I'll give it to you. He says it all the time. I can't remember exactly how it was phrased. I want to say boo chakalaka because I remember it sounded a lot like that. But that's... So I'll say you got the boo part right. Yeah. And I want to say Raph as well, so I'll give you another chance. Oh, man. Boom chakalaka is totally NBA jam, though. Yeah. Uh, boo shaka? It's been a while since I watched this. He says it literally every episode, though. Try one more time. I'm probably going to give it to you. This... You were pretty close to that last time. That's the closest I'm going to get. Boo. Starts with a B. I remember that. Boo. Boo Shikala. <laughs> so here's what happens. Okay. If you if you name Leo, Raph wrong anyway. <laughs> so Raph is in a battle for his life. Yes. With Leatherhead. Yeah. And Leo sees him. Leatherhead's about to to whack Raph in the head with his tail. Uh huh. Um, and as he's doing it. I don't like this. At Leo all. jumps in to save the day uh-huh. and slices at Leatherhead's tail. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, takes off Raph's. Uh... <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. Takes off Raph's right bird. hand. Oh, that's his first. <laughs> he needs that for his side. <laughs> so, Leo quickly makes a cybernetic. Uh, Sigh hand. Or maybe Don does. Don does. Yeah. Gives it to Raph, and they ride off on the sunset. <laughs> okay. Because the correct answer was Booyakasha. Boo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were really close. So Raph almost survived. Nine tenths of them survived. <laughs> He'll just be cyborg now. <laughs> and that's the Blitzquiz. Because good job. Three and a half out of five. <laughs> I don't feel bad for missing that last one. No, I, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, here's a side note. You know, there was an animated series of the Turtles before that one and after the one that we grew up with. Yeah. And that one gets crazy dark. There's literally, there's literally huh. an episode where all the Turtles basically get killed on it. Wow. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I, I rewatched that and, and April has a, has a Dagon bazooka at one point. It's pretty wow. wild and crazy. But very good. Uh, so that's been this episode of Retro Blist. You wanted this. I don't know why. You know who really wanted this, Trevor? Our patrons. Oh, our patrons are the best. They are. And patrons, um, by the time you hear this, I'm positive you have at least one, if not more, episodes up. We have them in the bank. Yeah. Uh, we're just waiting for them to get done and finished, and then we're going to send them your way. Yeah, but you will get at least one episode a month like we promised. You might just get two or three at a time. Yep. Um, so thank you patrons who headed to patreon.com and gave at least a dollar to Retro Blist. And right there on the website, you can listen to all our bonus content. We have quite a few bonus episodes up already. Just to give you an example, I reviewed, uh, <laughs> what's the name of that RPG? Travels. Something. Oh, Octopath Traveler. Oh, there you but go. also the indie darling that everybody talks about, Undertale. Oh. There we go. Okay, there I we reviewed go. that. Uh, we review different things. And these people are already patrons. This is going terribly. Yep. Daniel Chavez. Thank you, buddy. Nick He's Stevens. A... Thanks, Nick. Keith Jones. Keith Jones. Bradley Boson. Bradley. Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson. Timothy McGowan. Timothy McGowan. Caleb Dixon. Caleb. Andrew Coed. Andrew Coed. Anthony Mullen. Anthony Mullen. Jason Bennett. Jason Bennett. Christopher M. Scholes. Christopher Scholes M. Jason Wilson. Jason what? Wilson. Will Wilson? Jason Wilson family. Jason Wilson family. Dig Dougie. Dig 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 dug. And Sean Fritz. Sean Fritz. Thank you, everyone. We very much appreciate it. It means a lot to us. It's the reason we were able to eat today. Yep. We does any other podcast? I don't. Well, they're not all this honest about what to do with the funds. No, but I, I don't think any other podcast uses the funds to eat lunch. 
<laughs> we're innovative in a lot of ways. Yes. We just know what keeps us going. Yes. And knowing we get lunch paid for when we record keeps us motivated. Yeah, that's true. So think of it that way. We couldn't do this if we were starving. No. But we could probably deserve to be starving a little bit. I've we seen could probably this. do with less. I've looked, at, I've looked in the mirror. Would it kill us to pick up some salads with patron money? <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'd hurt a little bit. Yeah. So you're going to start giving more money because salads are not cheap. The salads are more expensive somehow. It makes mm. no sense, but that's the truth. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Trevor, do we know? We do know what we're playing next. Should we go ahead and... No. Oh. Should we go ahead and... Sp- I kind of want to spoil it. I kind of do too. Let's spoil it. Trevor, what are we playing next? So, back... Because you, you paid money for this. Yes. Sometime back before the holiday season last year, um, I picked up three different games that I wanted us to cover for Retro Blist, and then we, you know, said we were going to end the show. Now that we're not, I'm very excited to announce... <laughs> how do I want to introduce these? So, there's this company called Wisdom Tree. Yes. Who... Perhaps by less than legal means, ironically, yes. made Christian-themed video games. Um, some of the most popular one, maybe the most popular one, I think it's called uh, Bible Adventures. Yes. Uh, which I have. It comes in a really funny-looking blue shell for the NES. Also, King of Kings, The Early Years. Oh, good. For the NES. Sounds fun. Comes in a black cartridge. Of course it does. And then, I cannot tell you how excited I was about this. I ordered a totally different game. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't a crappy game. From an eBay seller. And this wonderful, wonderful person totally unexpectedly threw in a copy of Exodus, The Journey of Moses for the Sega Genesis. A copy. A copy of Moses, of of Exodus, The Journey of Moses, also by Wisdom Tree. So we uh, have a trio of, wisdom, of religious religious yes. wisdom tree games. Now, we don't want to try to get very religious. We just don't. No. But uh, <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to these. Ever since you bought them, I've been very excited to play these. Yes. Because, well, let's just face it. They may have a reputation for a reason. Yes. So I'm very excited to play these and try these out. And I think my brother Derek has agreed to be on this show. So yeah. we'll probably make him play. Unless he's not on there when you listen to it, then pretend we didn't say that. No, probably shouldn't have. We're going to try to, though. Uh, so thanks for joining us for this episode of Retro Blessed. We, again, appreciate all the support we've gotten or given. No, we don't give in support. No. We don't give in the support. Man, I'm shutting up now. This is going worse and worse. <laughs> terrible it is horrible trevor just burped uh thanks for joining us we can't we're, go one episode without that huh? no we're gross stay tuned for next time bible adventures is coming <laughs>